Hello friends, welcome to the SOS Podcast. I'm your host Carl, thanks for joining me this week. If you're new to my channel, welcome. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and you stick around for more. Today I want to talk about temperance. If you look at 1 Timothy chapter 3, this word is used more than once in relation to the expectation of leadership within the church. But this idea of temperance used here isn't just for leadership. If we look at the totality of scripture, if we look at the instructions from the Father and from the Son regarding how we are to behave ourselves, we see that temperance is something we are all to develop. So what is it? What is temperance? Well, temperance is self-restraint, moderation, self-control. Actually, we know from the scriptures that one of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. And if we look at the world today, we can see clearly that temperance, restraint, is not something that's taught or practiced or valued. If you just look at social media, if you look at what people are putting out there, why they're putting it out there, how someone thinks because they think something or believe something, or they feel a certain way about something, everyone needs to hear about it. The current societal focus of me, me, me is the complete opposite of temperance. We were talking today in church about being quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. It's this idea of being deliberate in how we behave, how we live, how we speak, how we act. I can remember being a little kid and doing and saying things that I shouldn't have done or said. And one common response from my parents would be, you gotta think first. Why are you talking without thinking or why are you acting without thinking? And it's not to tear a child down, but it's the truth. When we act, when we speak, we must think about the motivation. We must think about the purpose, the reason. Why am I doing certain things? Why am I saying certain things? Am I making the right decision? Are there consequences that are negative to what I'm about to do or say? Is there a better way, a different way, another way for me to do this? Temperance, self-restraint, self-control, super important for the Christian, but that's not the whole picture for us. You see, I can sit around and think very intently about what I'm about to do or say, spend a lot of time on that, and still make the wrong decision. And why would that be? Well, that would be because even though I'm taking my time, I'm thinking before acting or thinking before speaking, I'm not actually listening to God and following his ways and his word. I can weigh all my options and think about my intent and still do the wrong thing because I'm not actually motivated by what God says should motivate me. A classic example of this is someone who stews and stews and stews before blowing up. So that person, because something made them angry or offended them, that person decided, well, I'm not just gonna react. I'm not gonna react with anger right away. I'm gonna think about it. But if thinking about it causes you to dwell and stew and just get angrier and then eventually blow up, that's not really temperance, right? Taking your time and being deliberate about that is not really the goal here. So this idea of self-restraint, this idea of being deliberate really has to have the right foundation or the right backing. And that would be the word of God and his precepts. David writes in Psalm 119, I want to write your law on my heart. I want to know your precepts. I want to be like you. 
I want my character to be your character. I want to act the way you would have me act and speak the way you would have me speak. I think it makes total sense. The reason for us to take our time, the reason for us to be slow and deliberate about how we act and speak is so that we can really search God about how we are to respond. There is some kind of productive work we're to be doing during that time. We don't wait for the sake of waiting. We don't delay a response for the sake of delaying a response. The point here is to be able to respond correctly in a way that would honor the Father. You can be angry at someone for something, and you can think, well, my initial knee-jerk reaction would be X, but I won't do that. I'm going to wait. I'm going to think about this. And at the end of thinking about it, you could respond in a way that is just as angry and you profit nothing. The instruction to wait, to be quick to listen, to be slow to anger, that is really all about taking the time to consult with God, to hear from God, to think about what He would have you do. I am probably not the only person who's ever received a text message or an email from someone that seemed to have a less than polite tone to it. And I've thought about how to respond. And every time I've told myself, just hold on, how many ways could you read this? Think about how you're going to respond and how it would be understood. You can get your point across without being just as mean. And one thing I've noticed anytime that's happened is that what I've chosen as my initial response always changes. And the longer I think about it, the more I cool off and the more that response changes. And I realize, had I just gone with my knee-jerk reaction and read this message, gotten offended, and responded how I initially wanted to respond, I would have just added fuel to the fire. I would have done the exact opposite of what I'm called to do as a Christian. There's always a proper way to handle conflict, disagreement, whatever it is. There's always a proper way to respond and defuse anger instead of feeding it. I've spoken before about times when Jesus did not respond at all. Times when we would expect him to defend himself and he did not. That's temperance. That's self-control. That's restraint. And in those instances, his good response was no response at all. He took the time to search the Father to see what is it that I'm supposed to do here. And the Father let him know, nothing, say nothing, do not defend yourself. And that's what he did and he fulfilled prophecy by being that quiet lamb being led to the slaughter. He gave no reason for anyone to ever argue that perhaps he wasn't innocent. If we can get this right, if we can exercise temperance and self-control, the way the Bible tells us to, we can really stand apart from the world because that is not how the world operates and that is clear, that is obvious. If we get it wrong, that means we forego these opportunities that God has for us to exhibit his character, to grow more into his likeness, his image, to become more like Christ, and to provide a testimony that no, we don't operate the way the world operates. We are different. We have been changed, and perhaps that self-control will cause others to ask us where we get that from. And that gives us an opportunity to speak about the Lord we're trying to emulate. 
Father, we thank you, God, that you give us the ability to be self-controlled. You tell us to be temperate in our speech, in our actions. And we know, Lord, you only give us that command because you also give us what we need to walk that out correctly. So, Father, we would ask that you slow us, that you calm us, that you bring to mind whenever we have those moments of temptation or that knee-jerk reaction to respond in anger or frustration without thanking God, that you would bring it to mind, God, that we would slow down, that we would think, what is the good, right, and righteous way to respond? Father, we also would ask that these moments of self-restraint would be opportunities to give a testimony of your greatness to share our faith with others, Lord. Father, we love you, and we can't wait to see you face to face. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Good day, and God bless. We hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of the Sold Out Soul podcast. If you would like to sow financially into the work that we're doing here, please visit soulsrestoredministries.org and click the donate button.